When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, this is Jason Lewis, the producer of the From the Shadows podcast. I just want to remind you about our website, fromtheshadowspodcast.com. We have a Facebook page. We would appreciate it if you like and follow. Also, join our discussion group on Facebook called After the Shadows. We have a Twitter feed. Please follow us on Twitter. It can be found with at podcast underscore from. Follow us on Instagram at From the Shadows Podcast. We have a YouTube channel. Go to the search bar at YouTube and put From the Shadows Podcast and please subscribe to that channel. We are also on the Odyssey Radio Network and we can be found there at odyssey1.com. We're still on the traditional podcatchers that everybody loves to listen to us on. We get a lot of feedback, so please rate the podcast and communicate with uh, whether you're on Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, or Google Podcasts. We're there, and we appreciate it when you leave comments for us. Well, that's all I have for you right now, folks, and thanks for being a part of the From the Shadows podcast family. So with that being said, let's get this episode started. Now I'm going to turn you over to your host, Shane Grove. Okay, so Howard, since, since, you know, we talked about the beginning of life, you got, you know, you having your babies and stuff. Well, you know, you got any good, I don't know, this is a terrible segue. You got any good well, dead no, people I, stories? You know See, that's the problem I have. Sometimes I'm skeptic about the paranormal. As you guys know, that's kind of how oh, I got involved. Yeah, yeah. Because I've been around a lot of dead folks, okay? And back in the old days... You know, I used, I don't want to say a joke, but, but I used, you know, <clears throat> dead people didn't bother me because they always stay where you put them. They don't say anything. <laughs> Sometimes they stink, but you know, uh, they, uh, you know, it's not their fault. What? Wait, wait a second. This is just, <laughs> this, <laughs> this kind of sounds like babies. They sing. They sort of good. No, because like hey, they'll a... crawl after you. They'll find you. But the dead dude will just lay there. You know, I know I told you the dead guy in the trailer park. Didn't I? I know I told you that was in August. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I was driving down the highway one day. One of the common things is, back, especially for your aggressive uniform guys back in the old days, that, you know, you have any weapons in the car or any, you know, you had contraband, anything you ain't supposed to have with <clears throat> So I pulled this minivan over and, uh, Nothing special about it. It was like a Dodge Caravan. What even? It wasn't the like the 
fancy minivan. It was the, uh, you know, what was the Plymouth? You know, it was like the Grand Caravan. It was just like a Plymouth Voyager van, but it was black, had ten windows. I walked okay, up and yeah. it was middle of, you know, 2.33 in the morning. I don't remember what the deal was, but he was speed, and it was early morning. And it's something about the guy I didn't like. When I say didn't like, something, you know what I mean? Something odd. And I think the deal is he had a suit on with no tie. And you just don't stop a lot of people at 2.30 in the morning with a suit on. You know what I mean? Especially without a tie. Unless he's like a mafia hitman, right? Yeah, maybe. You know, <laughs> I was before Sopranos, so I didn't. Anyway, <clears throat> so I asked this, do you have anything in the car? Where are you headed to? And he said, well, I'm headed here. And I said, okay. I said, you got anything in the car you ain't supposed to have? And I said, he said, like what? And I said, well, what's the, what's the only thing in the car you're worried about? And he goes, well, I got a dead guy back here. That's it. Yeah. I said, <laughs> well, he worked. Well, and he worked. He worked at a funeral home, and they were transported. This guy had passed away in one part of the state, and they had paid to, you know, the family had paid to bring him back, you know, back home. And instead of taking a hearse, I mean, I thought they only hauled bodies and hearses, except for I told you the Super Dave Hawaii story. I think didn't I about the trash can and the ashes. No, we didn't hear that. Super oh, my gosh. So anyway, this guy was just a funeral home. And and he, I think he led me down that path. He was an older guy. And he realized it was going to spook me, you know what I mean, when there's a dead guy in the back. Yes. Yes. But I know I told you about wrecking an 18-wheeler with Dave, right, Super Dave? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's old boy Dave. He's his, his biggest brother, oldest brother was a big Catholic fame. I think there were six boys and one girl. Anyhow, the oldest one was a uh, welder, and uh, he was welding underwater in Hawaii, working on something. And 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 when I say we're diving, like a diving bell with a you know big yeah. helmet, and an air supply. So it was like a scuba deal. It was a big diving bell. Oh man, Jane, I can't believe I'm told you a story. So <clears throat> never heard this story. So just to tell you, I just wild some of these families are <coughs> well he they check on them right. let's check on me periodically they check on them periodically down there i guess when they're diving they have x amount of you know 30 minute checks or 20 minute checks when they radio down there and if they don't radio back one of the other guys checks on them or whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah this guy had worked on like oil wells just on all kinds he just dived all around so Needless to say, he had passed away down there in his diving suit. And I don't think it was, you know, because I guess they can get electrocuted down there. There's all kinds of shit that can kill you, I guess, if you're down in the wall 300 feet for a couple hours. But I think it was just a simple heart attack, you know, because he lived a hard life. You know, good drinker, smoker, you know, single man. So, which led Dave's family... Dave's dad got the family around and said, hey, we're going to have to go out to Hawaii and collect your brother. So, <laughs> that's, but, that's, a, that's like a great family meeting. Hey, everybody, well, gather around. I'm trying to, you know, this is the problem when I tell so many stories. First of all, I'm trying not to cuss because I know I try to run a clean show, and it's all I can do sometimes to keep it on the track because I can wreck a train as easy as anybody. And... uh <laughs> 
<laughs> so he gets them all. And I'm trying not to rail on. So, so some of these guys are near dwells. And, and, and part of the story, it's funnier when you're in my shoes watching, because I know a lot of people, and how this good, wholesome Christian couple can, you know, I always heard raising kids was like rolling dice, right? You don't know what you're going to get. So <clears throat> a couple of his kids, these kids turn out great, and a couple of them have just hit one personal pothole after another. And you don't know why, right? Because they, they came from the same mom and dad. They lived in the same house. They ate the same yeah. food. They went to the same school, went to the same church. Half them, some of them are nefarious, and some of them aren't. You don't know. Amen. Amen. So a few of them do not have personal resources to get themselves out to Hawaii to to have this little funeral slash wake. So this old man has got to, you know, 60-some years old, seven, almost 70. He, he's got to, you know, <clears throat> gather them all around and say, we're all going to, your brother's uh, passed away. We're all going to Hawaii. So they flew out to Hawaii, and he, dad's the only one that's got any money or credit card or anything. So he's rented this van to shuffle them all around. So the first thing they do is they got to go down there and identify the body or collect the body or do whatever body stuff you do when you do. <clears throat> they said, "Okay, well, we need to bring him over to the uh, funeral home. What do y'all? Well, you know, what's your plans with him?" He said, "We're going to have him cremated." Okay, I think they were at the morgue and they needed to get him to the funeral home. And they said, "Okay, well, we need to transport him." And Dad says, "Okay, how do we transport him, or who do we call?" Or we said, so "We, the hospital." can do it by ambulance we don't like to because it wastes an ambulance ties an ambulance up to transport normally you do the funeral home so he calls the funeral home and says hey you know my son passed away we need to get him over there and i think they quoted him out of two or three hundred dollars to transfer because he's good old german he's worried about what everything costs how much it's gonna cost three hundred dollars whoa how far away is it he says well it's just 10 blocks or whatever no, no, no. We'll bring him. So he takes that minivan back to the hotel and pulls all them seats out. Goes <laughs> back to the port and says, "Load him up." So these old boys got to ride with their dead brother because they lost their seats. Right? They took the seats out <laughs> the hotel, at the hotel, but dad, they got to go with dad to pick up their brother. So they throw him in the you know body bag in the back, and they got to kind of sit sideways or whatever with him. <laughs> so they go down to the funeral home. Boy, I wish I felt better. I'm sick. So I, I tell you what it reminds me of when you watch that Osama bin Laden, Zero Dog 30 or whatever, and these guys got to throw his body in the chopper and somebody's got to sit on it or whatever. It's probably similar to that, you know? But anyway, so they're in, the, they're in the rental van taking their dead brother, deceased brother. And they, and they say the old man was just, uh, just ragging him the whole time, right? You know, about... He can't believe these kids didn't, you know, turn out better or do better. I mean, you just imagine. How could you imagine riding around with your parents with a dead sibling? You know what I mean? My old man would be going nuts. So I couldn't even imagine what the old man was like, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All I the mean, emotions. Be by the end, by the end the of the ride, you'd be going, why couldn't it have been me? And <clears throat> just to get out of it. <laughs> so they get down to this funeral home, and then they, I don't know if you guys have ever been in a funeral home like that. They get the little card out that says, you know, what kind of services you want, you know, what do you, you know, what kind of casket, what kind of this, that. No man to say, we're just, you know, he, he lived the life of, of, of a bachelor, touring around the, 
and doing whatever he wanted to do. He's got friends scattered all over. But the last few years, he, he really loved Hawaii. He's got a girl here. We're just going to have a simple ceremony in, in scattering out. Okay, so you just want him cremated. Yep, cremated. So they said, come back tomorrow at 6 or Tuesday at 4, whatever the time they had. So these guys all went. I don't remember what they did. They went up to the Dole Pineapple Plantation and went bath, or sea fishing or something. But they had to come back the next day to collect the brother, either the next day or the third. I, all I can <clears throat> think about is that scene in The Big Lebowski. Remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, hey, this, yeah. So that's exactly what this is about like. So they get back, and they said, well, what urn do you want? And the old man says, urn? <laughs> yeah, you know, we got – they started, you know, 300 and go all the way up to 3,000 or whatever. You know, they got the ornate urns, porcelain urns, plastic urns, brass, gold-plated urns, whatever urn you want. And they said the old man reached, <clears throat> leaned up, and you guys are watching me, but the audience, they, he leans up, and the funeral home director had a trash can there with a black plastic liner in it. He said the old man reached up and pulled that liner out of the trash can and popped it, you know, plop. Just put him in this, he'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> and they took him back, they took him out to a pier and shook him out and went back fishing. Mm-hmm. Or swimming or surfing or whatever they're doing. I mean, what else do you do, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, I don't yeah. even know. I don't even know how we segued in that one. That wasn't the one I was going to tell you. But... Yeah, so anyway, I was, I was working one night, and so the sheriff called and said, hey, in the pickup, the, or, uh, the, uh, the sheriff's office I worked with at that time had a, uh, of all things, a three-quarter ton. Uh, another big block, big block Chevy pickup that sat behind the jail, had a camper top on a real nice low mileage pickup. It was for special things, you know, like they'd launch boats with it or whatever. So he called me, rah, 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 rah. And so he called me, Roger, get that pickup truck and meet me out here to so-and-so's farm. So I get in this truck and I, and I don't even know why he told me, maybe because I didn't have a cop car. It doesn't matter. So I get down this farm and what it is, this old guy went out bow hunting and had came back. So there were some volunteer firemen, and the sheriff was there, and a couple other deputies, or whatever. And we're going to walk this farm. This this was the first dead person I I was at, around in the wild environment, right? Like, and he had went out bow hunting, and he was sitting at the bottom of his tree, and he had, he's seventy some years old, had a heart attack, and died. But me and this other deputy was walking around, and. Uh, I mean, just go out on a 400-acre farm in big woods and try to find a dead guy. It's a lot harder than it sounds. I don't care how many firemen you bring. And I shine my flashlight over there, and the eyes shine back. Look like, you know how you see deer eyes or coon eyes or possum eyes on the side of the road or dog eyes? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, and, I, and I shine the light down and bring it back, and it wasn't, you know, usually if you're shining a deer or something, they'll move. That's the third or fourth time it moved. I told this to the deputy with me. I said, let's walk over. And uh, she goes, you serious? I said, yeah, I think that's, that's him. And we, I mean, what else is it? And sure enough, this old boy was looking right at us, and we were shining our light, light, light in his eyes from, you know, 150 yards or whatever. These big old rechargeable flashlights. <clears throat> his eyes would shine right back at us, just like in the headlights or something. Isn't that spooky? Yeah. Yes, that yeah, is. It is. I thought it was spooky. I don't know. But there, then again, didn't argue with you. Don't go nowhere. You know, <laughs> that's why we used to joke all the time. Well, they'll just be just as dead when we get there, right? 
Maybe not. I don't know. This crazy old sheriff I used to work for, <clears throat> he was big in the, not big in it. You'd have to go to autopsies. So you, when you had people that that, that died uh, mysteriously or murdered or whatever. So anyway, they was this crazy ass. These old boys went out on the river and they were all criminals. Three of them were all criminals. And one of them come up missing. Ultimately, we drug him out of the river, drowned. Okay. And for whatever reason, the sheriff was demanding an autopsy because he he was worried about one of the other three because they were all convicts. And I think two of the three were on parole. And and he was uh, what he really wanted to do is put a case on everybody. See, you know what I mean? If somebody got killed, even though you killed a criminal, we're going to put a case. So he tells me, hey, you're going to this autopsy with me. And I'm not, you know, <clears throat> I'm just not into that CSI stuff that much. But I've been to several, so... And maybe that's why he'd bring me, because I really wouldn't, you know. So we go up there, and I don't know if you guys have ever been to an autopsy or not, but it's just like Hollywood presumes, you know. Cut this guy's head off, measure his brain. You know, oh, they, cut, they cut the top of your, your head. But one of the things they do is they cut this sternum and pull your, you know, they check your heart, and they check all this stuff, right, to see. In order to get to it, they cut your, your sternum with, a, with a, essentially a little saw. Then they use a spreader. Yes, and, and they spread it apart. They take his stuff out. And anyway, this whole time, on the way there, and then in the way after, he, the, the sheriff was a big old boy, and he liked to eat. He said, hey, when we get done with this, he said, it's a tradition. <laughs> it's my first autopsy. We're going to go over Mizzou Barbecue. It's over by the university, by Missouri, <laughs> University of Missouri, Columbia. We're going to go over Mizzou Barbecue and eat some ribs. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, come on!" I said, "No, we're gonna go get some ribs." <clears throat> and this old boy spread this guy, cut him open with that saw. They take that rib spreader and and spread him open. They take his heart out. They weigh all this stuff. You know, there's just all the stuff that goes with it, right? Mm -hmm. And then in the end, they put them all back together. Or you know, they fairly good. I never forget we we walked out. We had big old Chevy Caprice. They were Caprice cop cars back in the late. 80s, early 90s, and and uh, I'm driving. He always had me drive, and, and I started to get on the highway. He goes, no, I'm serious. Go down to Business Loop. We're going to go over and get some ribs. And I said, oh, come on. And he said, hey, you. So we went in this place and got, I don't know if we got two full racks or whatever rib special we got, you know, a couple, three sides, some, some beans and and. and baked potatoes and all this shit, whatever, you know, just loaded up like, like hogs at a trough. And I remember him looking over at me, eating the rib. I mean, we just left the autopsy for Christ's sake. Yeah. This, you know what I mean? I think about this. I should have been on HBO movie. I should be on like a TV show or something, you know, just, I mean, it's almost like it's a scripted. And he said, I just did you a favor. You don't understand. He's eating this rib. <laughs> You don't understand. I did you a favor, and I said, "What do you mean? You did me a favor with what?" And he goes, "I've programmed you now to, to get hungry at an autopsy." <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "What tells that?" And he goes, "Your mind is racing right now, whether you realize it or not, because you just—I mean—that's a traumatic thing to go through. That's your first time." And he said. Now your mind is going to correlate these ribs with that autopsy. So from now on, when you're around a body, you're going to get hungry, and you're going to think about this. 
No. Oh <laughs> okay, on that note. Hold on. And you know what's crazy? This is what's crazy. This is what's crazy. He's right on the money. Every other thing I did where we had fresh dead people, we did dead people, you know, uh, homicide investigation or, or the or the, the autopsy or anything else, I was always hungry. So I don't know how he knew that. or how, You know what I mean? I just can't tell that. Because only, <clears throat> only certain people are sick enough that go, what are we going to do after this? Are we going back to the station wherever? And you say, well, I'm ready to go eat. You know, Johnny. I need some biscuits. I need some biscuits and gravy. Yeah, and be like, oh, come on. And that's it. You just weren't trained properly. Had you been trained correctly, this wouldn't spook you no more. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the From the Shadows podcast. Until next time, never shy away from the darkness or what may be lurking in the shadows. We are out. <laughs> God only knows what's hiding in that Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.